Welcome back to System Minutes Trivia, the podcast where we argue and Jaython turns out to be wrong 99% of the time. This is Bren. I'm the 1%. And I just washed my hands. <laughs> you threw me with the 1% thing. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I'm not wrong. I, just because our opinions are different, you can't be wrong about no, your opinion. No, I you, mean, you absolutely your can have wrong, wrong. All right, you know what I think we basing, should do? No, 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 no. Hear me out. If you're, if you're basing your opinions on wrong information or just it's basing your... Wrong. No, it is. It is, though. What's wrong about it? I just... Okay. So, for backstory, for our listeners, because they're going to like, what the hell is he talking about? Yeah, what, what are we talking about? Jason <laughs> tried to tell me that there isn't a way to search my sequel. And there is. I, I showed him in one query. But the no, problem is that is using, not what I said. No, it is. But the problem is, I showed him how he can do it in one query. Actually, but what the problem is, is the CMS he's using. That. Hold on, hold on. The, the problem is the <laughs> CMS he's using doesn't know how to database, so they didn't do it, and then they, they claim it's unsupported. So, I mean, it is unsupported by their product. That, I, I don't think well, they said MySQL can't true. do this. Well, my point being, like that, my stance was that makes your product a shitty product if they can't even implement fucking two percent signs. Okay. But, yeah, but that's my example, right? Like, this seems like an opportunity for me to make a wagtail extension Wagtail. to do full text search with MySQL and release it as a package and I'll become fucking famous. You could. The likes of I Google and the Queen of England I will be knocking at my door to pay me their royalties and thanks. Probably won't, but you do you. Yeah. You don't no. know what the Queen's no, into. No, I'm sure neither of them will care. Oh, that I you absolutely that you made a wagtail extension extension also i'm not sure that their extension system would let you change something so core because that's like yeah no they tell you how to plug in your own search fair enough in the document i sent you no less but i feel i still feel like they would have to have an entire rewrite and how they interface with mysql because that's not whatever no, you can Whatever. basically. Point being, they just call developers. No, no, no. Point being, Wagtail developers don't know how to use databases. Anyways. Okay, I think that's definitely uh, not a true statement. I probably. It absolutely is. Anyways, okay. tonight we'll be talking about teleconferencing, how to deploy it, basically, or, or at least what your options are. Yeah. And you know, in other news, you shouldn't use Zoom, probably. Well, we'll. I mean, talk you about can. that. Well, but, no, we'll, right, but you shouldn't. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. This is my show. We'll talk. About no, it. this is not. This is not your show. You are still just it. a co-host. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm the number one co-host. Okay, but no, I'm the number one co-host. There is a host. I am the yeah, host. but he's a bitch. <laughs> Who is he? Who are you? You're talking to <laughs> me and saying me. me. Jesus, he's talking about well, me. <laughs> I was trying to obscure it so that people didn't know I was talking shit on you. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. It's like obvious, okay, there's only three of us, and I just mentioned there is a host in addition to two co-hosts. And you say, yeah, right. but he's a bitch. They're going to be like, oh, why? Like, I wonder who that third person could be when quite yeah, obviously. Yeah, gee, I wonder who. That gun. Jathan could be talking about. You know, about. it turns out you guys are so goddamn critical of people. Maybe if you stop saying dumb shit, we wouldn't need to be, Jathan. <laughs> I'm going to just go back to my goddamn knitting square and <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, uh, what are y'all drinking? Water. Water? What a little bitch. I'm well, drinking a PBR. You know, the uh, aforementioned in a previous episode so health issues water. that I right, was yeah, you're still dealing with. Dealing with yeah, the yeah, water. Well, it turns out that 
I need to see a new type of doctor, but because of the current pandemic, mm-hmm. they are yeah. not accepting new patients. Right. That sucks. So I'm left to just fucking die over well, here. You're not going to die. You're, that's a little over. We don't know. We don't know. No, if I'm that's, die. that's. You're not going to die. Well, we don't know what's die. wrong with me. Okay, but I don't. Think... I mean, we all know what's wrong with you. I don't but... know what's wrong with them. <laughs> it's Jaython. We all know what's wrong with Jaython. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, I can I can tell you the symptoms. I can't tell you the disease. Yeah, Mom right, and Dad have been right. trying to figure it out for at least twenty six years. Right. But... Oh my god. Right. Anyways, okay. So Jason's drinking water. Peyton, did you say you're drinking PBR? I am. Yeah, PBR. Absolutely. I'm drinking water too because I'm. I have. I woke yeah, this morning. I had drinking the worst water. headache, and I just. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't feel like drinking today. So I'm drinking water too. Because I'm probably dehydrated. Yeah. Now that's one I can't relate to. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you. The desire to drink is growing by the second, but well, I'm going to abstain. So how are you guys handling the uh, the whole um, quarantine, shelter in place? There's a quarantine? I'd like to jump in front of the train. <laughs> Are two very varied responses. <sighs> Yeah, no, I. I mean, I yeah, I'm home, sure life so I... is normal for like, like it's like normal for you. Like yeah, your, your life Nothing's is normal. Nothing's changed. But... I almost never leave the house anyway, so this is yeah, this isn't a big deal. Now, do you have somebody? I'm come laughing. For you? All, like, I'm like laughing at all you. Wheels, or... Do I have someone come for you? <laughs> do, do you it's the goddamn people coming to kill Brent. They're coming for him. Meals <laughs> on wheels? No, like there's still like restaurants and groceries around the edge. Yeah, I mean, so I'm I mean, excited about that. Know, I don't need to go grocery shopping because in the light of this. Are you a shut it? Like are the you grocery store, or? the grocery store nearby me actually has set up deliveries now. So I'm I think there's so, a delay. No, I'm just ignoring you because you're asking questions uh. while I'm talking. Hmm. No, so I'm excited that the the grocery store near me is now making deliveries because they used to not do that. But then this hit, I was like, oh wow, that's cool. At least they're making deliveries now. So I I can sell groceries, and then there's always like you know pizza deliveries and stuff. But no, I'm doing okay. I'm fine. Like this is, I'm loving this. This I'm laughing like at all of you. you struggling with this, by the way. This is normal weak. for you. This is normal. Yeah, this, this is, is normal. normal. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that laughing is appropriate. No, it absolutely is. If you can't, yeah. oh, if you can't entertain you. yourself, if you get bored with yourself, you probably need a personality. Jaython, that's an indicator that you need a personality, buddy. Yeah, I got a personality, Jaython. Damn it. The funniest part is Jaython's an introvert, so. No, I'm not. You, yeah, you are. Dude, no fucking way. When was the last party you went to, Jaython? Okay, parties are different than no, going out. No, they're not. <laughs> not, not. I mean... <laughs> That's a pretty key indicator, man. <laughs> no. I, yeah. So, like, a party... Extroverts I went to, to Christmas be... parties. No, extroverts okay. don't survive without big gatherings. They need big gatherings. And if that you... is not true. Yes. That's the definition of an extrovert. That's that's what they do. No, you're fucking full of shit. <laughs> this is wow. what I mean by your bad takes, Jaython. No, that's not bad taste. That's just telling no, you you're a fucking idiot. No, that's a terrible take. That's oh, take. You, yeah, why take. Are you that's a bad taste. Why? No, take. That's a bad take. So why rude. What? Why are you the way you are? Yeah, why are you the way you know. are? I'm 50% yours, wouldn't you know? <laughs> <sighs> so, Brent. Son, I am disappointed. Yes. Nothing. I was trying to change the topic because, oh. you know. Right. Because so, he's sad he's um, not my dad. <laughs> well, who would want to claim you? What if he's your mom? Yeah. And I've been all wrong about Peyton. <laughs> and you know what, buddy? Next you time treat you go to your Texas mom Roadhouse, like shit. How do you feel? How do you feel about that? 
Why do you think I always say your mom does this or whatever? Because yeah. it's, it's, you know, Jesus You're just Christ. talking about yourself That's, in the yeah, third person. Yeah, all the mom jokes. It's just Fucking him talking about himself. Jesus. He's trying to connect. <sighs> he's trying to build a connection with you, Jaylon. How can you be so just, heartless? I'm just trying. Well, maybe you should have helped me You're going to make your baby. mother cry. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Whatever, let's let's get the show on the road. Please. All right. Let's get this road on the show. Hayden, what's your tip? Okay. All right. So tonight we are going to talk about Anvil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anvil. Didn't we talk, didn't talk about Anvil before? I have never talked about Anvil. What is Anvil? Anvil is a post-fix session count and request rate control. Request weight rate control. It's uh, So basically what it does is it maintains statistics about client connection counts or client request rates. This information can be used to defend against clients that either hammer a server with too many simultaneous sessions or with too many successive requests for the configurable time interval. So uh, it's designed to be run out of control by the postfix master server. You have an ident, which specifies a service or a client combination. That is application dependent. The Anvil server itself does not care. So you can register a new connection with the request equals connect and then ident equals in your string, whatever it is. Let's see, you can register a disconnect event. So it's a bit essentially the same thing. Request equals disconnect, ident equals string. So if you created a string with something, you would use that same one to, to disconnect with. You can set your message rate control. So request equals message and then ident equals string. So status equals zero. So yeah, so it's used to rate limit postfix connections. And it's it does a lot. It does a heck of a lot as far as that's concerned. Uh, it doesn't talk to the network or to local users. It can run CHRooted at a fixed low privilege. So it's, it's fairly secure. Uh, there are also some TLS requests per unit time that can be run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any questions? Nope. A lot of configuration options too, but it's a uh, it's a nice little nice little thing. There yeah, it's part of the Postfix core. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah. So if you install Postfix, you have access to Anvil. So correct. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That was a short and sweet one. Yeah, I I didn't mean for it to be a long one tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with this, you know, new development, right? Of everyone staying home and schools adapting to digital classrooms and offices being now you know having their meetings online and things like that companies and schools and other organizations have been looking to ways to sort of bridge the gap of face-to-face meetings because obviously we can't do that because otherwise you're going to get fucking sick so they you know they they've started to look to right not just regular sick fucking sick they've started to look towards teleconferencing teleconferencing is not new i mean it's been around for a long long time even in the 90s, there was, I mean, there was, it was a failed attempt, but there was an attempt to bring the video phone into homes. Peyton, do you remember that? Jathan, you're probably yes. too young. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it bombed horribly. Well. You don't even know when I was born, you fucking piece of shit father. Oh, for fuck's sake. The most famous movie that highlights a video conferencing system is Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. So it was, it was their, touted to be like the, the yeah, future, yeah. Uh, but right. it, and it, for whatever reason, it didn't really take off. I'm sure there's someone can can give us a more exact reason, but I, you know, feel free to, to write in and tell us. But well, I can tell you that bandwidth was part of it. Oh sure, yeah, we could. Or infrastructure at the time, especially it, but... the bandwidth couldn't support it. The codecs couldn't support it. Like we just now really have got the codecs to, that can support that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you know. It's working now, but back in, in the late 90s, we just didn't have it, you know. What As is, of yesterday, it's working. But, it's working No, now. I mean... Your so, mom's working yesterday. Yeah, so, like, video conferencing or 
teleconferencing you, is mom. different from video phones. Video phones sure, were dedicated. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure, sure. They were like sure, a sure. handset. No, no. You I, know what? I think killed yeah. Mobile what? phones, car phones. Oh really. yeah, absolutely. Well, car phones. Well, car, car phones, phones were the birth while, of mobile phones, Jason. I think you know, like video killed the radio star. Mm-hmm. Cell phones killed mobile calling. The, or, the uh, mobile calling. radio yeah. chip killed the video star in this case. There you, there you. The wow. radio, radio killed the video star. Claps yeah, for you, so sir. I, applause, applause, applause. So I think that's what probably killed it. But we are, you know, we are in a position now where, and understandably, you know, it, it does help other people sometimes, some other people, to have like a visual, right? Like not everybody can do voice or text chat all so, the time. It depends what you're doing, too. I very rarely need video conferencing. Well, I mean... I'm talking about like, you know, in today, in 2020, when we're dealing with Mm COVID-19, you know, there are some people who may be trying to actually show off some physical piece of work. So in that case, audio alone will not do. Sure. But how often does that need to be done at meetings is what I'm saying. It depends. I don't know. Not all. I mean, it depends what you do. And and uh, not usually in an interactive matter at that as well. So it, it it does have a limited use case. Most of it is feel good, and a lot of managerial types prefer face. Sure, sure. But I mean, my basic argument to the side here is that it's not really necessary for a lot of people. You know, it's people think it is, but whatever. So I think that's a, a misconception about inter-office communication because, like, remember open floor plans for offices? Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to touch on that. Yeah. I want to touch on that briefly. Well, that's so, been studied, right? Right, 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 right. Well. Mm-hmm. First of all, if you guys remember, a couple of years ago, we did a news article about China taking this one company in China taking half its like 500,000 people or 500 people or whatever it was. It was 500 people. And they, they worked from home specifically, mm-hmm. like all. And they showed an increase in productivity and a large percentage of them. I can't remember the numbers, but a large percentage of them continued to work at home and the rest went back to work like normally. Mm-hmm. I think what we're seeing a lot of here especially is that some bosses are like no 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 work from home is allowed i just can't i can't be sure that you're working or you know whatever like the melissa mayer Mm -hmm. thing as well too remember all those people were working from home but they were not technically and so i think one of the things they wanted to do was like you said i want to have a camera on you or i want to do this and there was even a clickbait article about how bosses are installing this video software that or the software that can control your webcam and so you can see you it takes a picture every five minutes or whatever. Yeah, if I had a boss do that, I'd be like, yo, tough titties, I'm out. Right. right. See ya, I'm out of here. You know, I guess what I'm trying to say is we've gotten to the point where with this situation that a boss doesn't, if a boss needs to hover over you and like take your picture every five minutes, there are others that are like, no, no, that's not a big deal. And so I think you can tell who like is a micromanager versus who is not. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Yeah, and well, it's, there's it's, also it's an there's also people really like oh yeah, absolutely. But there's also oh yeah, yeah I don't think I it mean, necessarily has to be micromanaging, but I do think that it comes down to the relationship you have with your team members too. Like yeah, I mean I don't. There are don't people who work for me who I know that yeah. they're very honest, hardworking people, and if they're working from home, I just sort of did that in air quotes. They're actually working from home. And there are other people who have worked for me in the past where I guarantee if they were still working for me now during this situation, they would be stretching out their, you know, actual work quite a bit. 
So I was talking to a, one of my coworkers the other day, and he says, "Hey, by the way, I'm I'm doing something else. I'm watching things, but I'm busy with something else." And I said, "That's code for watching TV, right?" And he was kind of like, "Yeah, you know, I'm doing this thing, but yeah, you know, kind of, sorta, you know." But he's the kind of guy that he's working, even though he's like the TV's on and he's mm-hmm. watching it, he's still like working. So like I, there's no doubt in my mind that whatever he's doing is important. He's doing it. Yeah. Other people, maybe I would be like you know what what do you think you're doing right now you know yeah well also you know for me personally for most people i think you know it's up to you to decide like since this whole pandemic thing has started i'll fully admit there are some days when i've done more and there's some days where i've done less you know last night i know that yesterday i took a big break in the middle of the day so i worked till like 7 30 p.m mm. to sort of make up for it normally i'd be done at five mm-hmm you know, I also had some processes that were like long running things. I checked in on them before bed. It's a give and take game. So here's, right. here's the right. thing. Jathan, when you mentioned, you know, you have some employees who would maybe be slacking off at home. I've, I've got a secret for you. They're they slacking off, off at work. work too. Yeah, they're well, slacking that's off at the office. Yeah, of so, course. The yeah, difference is in the office, oh. I can go sit behind their desk every once in a while and kind of... But you can't do it all the time. And no, I can't likewise, do it all the time. With a telecommuting situation, you can still check in on them. You can say, hey, what are you working on? Or, hey, what have you yeah. gotten done so far today? You know? Yeah. And I mean, you can I gauge mean, it based I mean, on that. Like, there are ways you don't have, like, that's not, yeah. it's really not that much of a difference. The real difference. Yeah, absolutely. The real yeah, difference absolutely. is some people work better alone and some people work better with other people. And I probably that has something to do with. Again, probably some level of extroversion, where it's it's just yeah. a matter of what brings you back that. to the task at hand. If you're distracted by someone mm-hmm. talking up to your desk, coming up to your desk and talking to you, well, number one, you're probably an introvert. But number two, that's a good indication you would work better from home. And the majority of people are like that. However, and I think the study I saw, Peyton, was different from the words when you're talking about, but... The one I saw. Well, it was a news article we did, so we can trace it back. I, we'll have to use Jathan the Savant to find it. What, it's, it's, right. Well, the, the study I'm thinking of is, is one. I don't about. do fucking full text search, so you're Whatever. All right. Let's move on from that. <laughs> I'm trying to get to the point here, guys. So Go ahead. The one I had read, not relating to the show, but I've, I've read it in the past, mm-hmm. and it, it, it dealt with a, a U.S. company and U.S. citizens. But I suspect it's true worldwide. The vast majority of people, it's like 80%, 80 to 85%-ish, work great alone, home alone. But then that last percent yeah. need people around them to stay focused on the task, which seems counterintuitive. And I personally don't understand it because people coming up and talking to me while I'm trying to get stuff done drives me insane. But whatever, you know, and those are the minority, but they still exist. Yeah. So you need some yeah. form of bringing them in. Now, it sucks right. that you then have to decre- decrease productivity for the majority of your workforce to do that, unless you ex- exclude them from the meetings. But then, you know, if you pass something information, some important information along at that meeting, you know, I will voluntarily be excluded from any fucking meeting. Yeah, just give me the fucking meeting minutes, you know. But, you know, there are some people that do benefit from it. So you need some way of accommodating that, supposedly. Or you could just not hire people who <laughs> need that amount of attention, I guess. But... Yeah. Regardless, you know, most companies are currently structured as if the majority of their employees are what the minority actually is. They're structured around this FaceTime, face-to-face meeting style. Right. 
Right, right, right. So they wanted to find a solution to sort of supplement that or not really replace it, but sort of address that during this time. So they turned mm-hmm. to teleconferencing. Again, not new. It's been around since like the 90s, I think, in, in an industrial enterprise type of sense. But it's it's typically done with a projector and, you know, very fancy microphones that capture like a whole table of people at once and stuff like that. So this is a different bit of a different model. But in lieu of that, there have been certain solutions that attempt to address that. One of them is Zoom. Zoom has... right. A ton right. of issues. It's probably the most popular solution that people are using now, which which well, makes this all the worse. There's kind of a funny anecdote about that, actually. Hmm. So Zoom is traded on the stock exchange. I think it's ZF. It's dollar sign ZF or whatever it is. Hmm. But there's also a dollar sign Zoom. And both of those have seen an increase in, uh, in, in, in purchases. What's the... Uh... Zoom stock symbol. Who is that? I think it's .zf. Uh, I'm not sure who's who. Uh, I'll look it up. How's that? Yeah, there you go. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'll, while I'll he's looking that up, I'll link to these in the show notes, you know, as I, I typically do. But there's a multiple problems. So Zoom doesn't support end-to-end encryption, which, to their allowance, doing it from one to many or from many to many does get pretty tricky to do. But... It's been done. I mean, XMPP does it with Omemo, right? So it's a solvable problem. Or it has been solved. It's just they didn't implement it. But more concerningly... So mm -hmm. Zoom Technologies, ticker symbol Zoom, Z-O-O-M, halted trading for that because people assumed it was... Zoom video communications, which is ticker symbol Z-M. That just tells me they're Zoom Technologies. What do they do? Are they... They held they held the trading in the shares of Zoom Technologies, so their stock had surged fifty percent since the broader market's peak last month. Mm-hmm. So, like they had a huge surge, right? And people were buying the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so ZM the, versus Zoom. Right there, you go. So, aside from the end-to-end encryption problem, there's some much more worrying things. For instance, Zoom shares their information with Facebook, and, now, and boing boing. Yep. Now, wait, one boing thing boing. about yep. that is since they got called out for doing that with their iOS apps, they did remove the code. Just in That's their good. iOS app? Or does their website My understanding still do is it? that that was or only happening in app? the iOS apps. Okay. Oh, uh, was, it, was it not happening in the Android app? Wow. Or in, no, or in the website No, I think it was just app? something about iOS. Okay, well, I find that hard to believe. I think they were just caught on the iOS, but whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you what I read. Sure, okay? sure. Yeah, I know. And that's that's all I have to go on. But I gut instinct tells me that they're doing it everywhere they can. There's multiple other privacy concerns. Right. And even worse, now that there is a zero day out for yeah, Zoom. That yeah, lets, I heard that about lets that. you take control over, <laughs> you know. <laughs> let's well, take, I did miss that. Yeah, yeah. I'll just You can just wait for the show notes to be put up and you can get the link for that. So that's a thing now. So classrooms Boy. and stuff are getting taken over. You know what's hilarious about that? What's that? Is this is this is not exactly the same thing, but there was a cabinet meeting of like elected officials in the UK and one of the members tweeted a picture of their screen like, "Oh, look, we're being so proactive, we're using Zoom." And they had the meeting ID in the picture and there was no password on it. 
So people oh, could no. just <laughs> join. Oh no. Mm. Are you kidding me? Which is, you know, mm-hmm. hilarious. Wow. Yeah. That's so dumb. That's no. not good. Well, Why would you do that? Because I, people are stupid. Well, I know why, but still. Right, yeah. Yeah. So. No, no, I, I, I know. Right. So we're not going to talk really about how to implement Zoom in your infrastructure because I feel like this, that would be, I don't know, irresponsible yeah. of us, I guess. And there are, there are, you know, different ways of, you can, you can lock it down a little bit and stuff, but with the zero day, it doesn't really matter so much. So maybe just avoid it. <laughs> but there are options that you have, you know, besides Zoom. And I feel like a lot of people don't know that, that, I don't know that there are I, multiple options. Here's one thing, though. I think that people do know. Mm-hmm. However, I would challenge you because I think that the problem is that people want to use something that's more well-known so that other people, like clients and shit, will, you know, be okay using it. Tell you what, I don't buy that. And here's why. I've been deploying video conferencing and testing different video conferencing okay. solutions for a while now. Never heard of Zoom until this shit. Never. Yeah. yeah. So I don't really buy that. But there are other things that are better well-known than Zoom. Not many, because video conferencing or teleconferencing still is not a very popular thing. I mean, it's popular now, but for a long time, it was not a very popular thing. So I'm going to start with Apache Open Meetings. I've never deployed Apache Open Meetings. In a, it's an Apache project, so it's probably a pain <laughs> in the ass to set up uh-huh. based on their other <laughs> stuff. But Guacamole. What's that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, everything Apache's Tomcat and, and hell, just Apache web server, you know? Like, it, it's just not, none of them are just fun to set up. And I think Open Meetings does use Java. So, you know, we, you know how we all feel about deploying Java stuff. But, but it's a thing. Hey, Java. And it is, the other side of it being an Apache project is it is fairly well working for what it tries to do right it will do the job whether it will do it the best or not you know but it's it's a good job and apache does offer corp like large support contracts so it's it's an option obviously it's a self-hosted thing but they do offer like enterprise support so if that's something you need in your company that's Mm -hmm. an option on the less supported end though you know where it's, it's like you make it you break it kind of a thing I think I'm going to save the best for last, but I'm going to start out with talking about SRS. It's mm. a RTMP server. So okay. it's very bare bones, right? But the plus side is it lets one person stream and then everyone else, they can literally just join with any what is RTMP this? compatible client. So VLC, okay. SRS, it's called. So there's maybe one or two other ones. I think Red Something is another uh, RTMP server, but... Uh, there's, I think those are like the two main ones. I, I can't remember the other one. It's a thing, right? It's pretty cool that you can just connect up to, you can just type in a URL in VLC and boom, mm-hmm. video stream, right? But it doesn't, it's not really a more robust solution. It doesn't have a chat integrated into it. It doesn't let you see other people at the same time. It requires a little bit of knowledge on how to connect to an RTMP stream. I mean, most operating systems should have an RTMP sure. compatible video client. And I think there's a way to do it with HTML5 even. So like you, there should be a way to do it mm-hmm. pretty easily. You could just, you're, you know, just link to the RTMP URI 
and then you know click on it, it should automatically open up your compatible client but it's still mm -hmm. kind of meh right there's big blue button which has when i tried it it had a couple of issues but it's gotten a lot better over the year or two that i've tried it it's looking much more mature now and it's particularly mm -hmm. geared towards a classroom setting so if you're trying to find a replacement for zoom in an educational you know context I would start maybe with Big Blue Button. It's pretty nice. There is a Moodle plugin for live stream. I don't think it's been maintained in a little bit. I don't know if it still works. I, I didn't bother setting up a test Moodle instance. <laughs> but <laughs> there is at least one plugin that mm -hmm. will let you do video. You know, live video, I should specify, with Moodle. But part of that is with classrooms, you don't really need to have it be an interactive video you just put a video of your lecture and then if the the student has any questions you know they can they can write in and say at this minute mark you said such and such what did you mean by that i think that's probably even more conducive to a better learning experience but you know whatever granted there's twitch too but like that that just seems out of place right i mean yeah. technically you could have twitch a class on twitch you could have i think teachers have done that by the way yeah maybe you could have a presentation on Twitch, but, you know, it doesn't doesn't feel the best. But my favorite and the most promising and really it's really slick. It, if you've ever used Google Hangouts like on the, yeah. the web version of it, rest in peace. We have actually to. No, wait, who Hangouts ended, right? It was no. it was sunset. I Google thought they sunset it. Google Plus. Google. No, Hangouts no, no. I'm not fine. thinking of Google Plus. I'm talking. I'm talking about no, Hangouts. Hangouts, Hangouts, Hangouts just alive and well. No, no, Hangouts is fine. Then why Dude, do they because have it's Google. And Hangouts? It makes no sense. Because the yeah, because it's Google. They have like 800 yeah. things going at once. <laughs> that all do the same so. thing. Well, whatever. Right, 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 right. So it feels very similar to using Google Hangouts in a browser. Is mm -hmm. something called Jitsi Meet, and I actually just suggested it to the local lug. Well, it's not local anymore. Did you go to their Telda, their virtual but, thing? No, Thank no, that, it actually started at nine, but and it's nine fifty now to clarify. We start recording at nine Eastern. So I didn't go to it, but I did. I was the one that suggested that they use it on the list. And it turns hmm. out that they, they really liked it. You know, they evaluated a bunch of different options and they really did liked they it. So you? they decided to go with it. So I'm, I'm stoked about that. No, I like I'm not looking for things. I'm just happy people are using a Brent, decent thank product. Thank you for, but, for suggesting that well, to them. Yeah, that, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for thanking me. <laughs> But it really, it's a slick product. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can self-host so it or what you makes can it use so their good? servers. Now, I, I think... Interesting. You, oh, it's, it's, it's Tell so us clean. More. It has Is it? chat options, and it lets you give the option to either have multiple video sources or an authoritative video mm -hmm. source. A bunch of other stuff like that. It, it, it feels like a Hangouts, right? But it, it, it's mm. more... Interesting. I don't know. It's, it, I like it. It uses a jingle of if I so what correctly. browser do you need like a browser plugin or no no it's all html5 okay i was wondering if you know we'd have to install flash to use it no no it's html5 oh my god they're actually with oh. the times i think they they designed it ground up to use html5 so it's pretty cool that they did that but yeah no flash no plugins if it if your browser supports html5 you should be just fine nice yeah it's it's pretty cool and then lastly, I did want to mention, oh, what's it called? Blue Jeans, I think. Oh, yeah. You mentioned yeah, that before. I, yeah. They're not 
Yeah, they're meh. Like, I don't really have an opinion on blue jeans. It, it probably so, is for some people, but... so I have to use WebEx every day. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate it. WebEx? I, it, WebEx I mean, feels it's like fine, it's also still stuck in the 90s. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Boy. Well, and then people don't understand how to mute their mics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, well, etiquette is a separate who, problem. Well, sure. Yeah, and we should touch on that briefly because yeah we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit <laughs> but uh i'm not i don't i mean if i had to use like webex over like zoom or whatever i guess i'll use whatever is the host but i really just like if you if i just need to see what's on your screen just like twitch like, mm-hmm. i don't need to it feels clunky right right i mean like i don't i don't need to have my webcam on to talk to somebody like i'm on talk on the phone mm. like i don't understand i don't understand that concept we did do a webex with a no shower happy hour for my company and the point was supposed to be like you just got off the beach jump in a call and you're gonna hang out like a happy hour mm-hmm. and that was kind of nifty but there were more than a couple people who didn't have their cameras on so it was like all right whatever but uh like i i guess i guess what i'm trying to say is like if you need to do it I guess do it, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't. I'm not really. Yeah, I, really I just feel like for most. I don't see the need for it. Yeah, I just feel know? like most of the. Oh, and and Jitsi also lets you screen share too. It's so cool. Oh, that's cool. It's so that's cool. cool. But yeah, I. Mm, I just feel like most of the uses for for teleconferencing are just not necessary. But whatever. I mean, that's been true for yeah. ages, right? Like how this meeting could have been an right. email is literally something oh. people say every day. So that's a, that's a weekly thing I say to the guys mm-hmm. as I leave the meeting. Man, this could have been a right. Yeah, this could have been an email. So <laughs> you know, manager's gonna meet, I guess. But like, yeah. it's just an extension of that cultural problem. But mm-hmm. that's a whole other episode. <laughs> so you started talking about something. I forget what it was now. Who? Which one of us? I can't even remember who said it. I think it was Peyton. Are you talking about etiquette? Yes, etiquette. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, you said that. Y- yes. Sorry, dude. No, I said that. Oh, you did? No. Yes. He said that, that people nobody mute, knows. mute their mics, and I said you can't blame. Oh yeah, yeah. The you said it's etiquette, etiquette or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, when it comes well, to I mean, etiquette, I kind of brought up, but still, sure. I don't even think because because people are going to be fucking dumbasses. So I think ideally, if the technology is able, and we got to be careful with how we say this, right? because you could definitely go overboard with this. But I think sure. if the technology is able to solve the problem, it should be applied to that problem. So there is no real reason why you can't See, so you I, can't have a, mute. I, I have an issue with that. Yeah. How so? Because, well, come on, man. How long have we had conference calls? Mm-hmm. Like, how long have conference calls been a thing? Right. I mean, I remember, you know, 10 years ago, I'm sitting in Utah in the T-Mobile office, and they're on a conference call. And somebody didn't mute their mic, and so you kept hearing like rustling sounds. Well, that's exactly my, that's that's my and point. Like, right? You know, it doesn't matter who you are if you're not speaking. Mute your fucking mic. You know. Well, that's what I mean by this. We have the technology. We can rebuild it. <laughs> we have the technology. Sure. We literally have we methods also be aware of not how to do that. <laughs> sure, but you know I mean? my point is, it shouldn't be necessary sure. for them to even know. How. That shouldn't be a problem, because we have a way of only allowing yeah. a designated speaker to talk and grant speaking privileges. Well, you can do that just fine to like, other people. Well, yeah, WebEx, I think WebEx does that. There's a couple other features, uh, a couple other ones that do that. I would say that, most of them do, auto, yeah. Most of that they, support They auto-mute group. you, and you have to, like, 
request permission to be elevated and then you're unmuted and you can talk. The problem is that people who set it up don't do that sometimes. Well, so then you've got the guy who's sure. sitting there on his phone, on speakerphone or whatever, and he's just doing whatever. And it's like, dude, mute your shit so we can hear everybody else. Okay, well, that's my point is like, yeah. well, number one, use how to use the, learn how to use the fucking software you're using. Correct. But more so, like, that is an etiquette problem that can very easily be solved by using existing tools. Yeah. So it shouldn't really be an etiquette problem at all. It shouldn't even be a problem at all because it has a solution. People I mean, just aren't using the solution. That's a people problem more than anything. That's just a people are dumb yeah. problem. Yeah, people are dumb. Yeah, but there is there I mean, is your still person is Jathan essentially. Right, there is still etiquette <laughs> when it comes to teleconferencing. So probably the key one, and people are very rapidly finding out, is. I personally think unless you are a lecturer or a presenter, like you were the main speaker, you shouldn't be required to have your webcam on because it, it should, you know, it, it just well, makes no sense to me. Are there people requiring webcams? Some are, yeah. Yeah, yeah some that. are. Yeah, especially, that's the other in the thing. especially in the digital classrooms. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I tend well, to leave my, my webcam off. Mm-hmm. And as soon as somebody asks me that, I'm just like, oh, yep, not wearing any pants, sorry. Well, that's well. That's the other thing is if you are going to have your camera on, or if you're going to be the main presenter or main lecturer, wear some fucking pants. I know the joke is like, oh, haha, working for bone, don't need to wear pants. And yeah, I've, I I work without pants a lot, or I work in just pajamas a lot. But I saw it's a little bit it. different because you don't know if you're going to need to get up in the middle of the thing. Yeah. So yeah. So wear house pants. On fire. All of a sudden, so, we realized the CEO didn't have any pants on. Right, yeah. <laughs> so it's a good idea to wear pants if you have a conference, teleconference Please or video pants. meeting. It doesn't have to be nice It is pants. a required thing to wear pants if you are going to be a primary presenter or be, you know, having a, a core scheduled allotment of time in this meeting. I wouldn't say it's required. What, what, why? No, I would say. I would say. What, why? Because then, edge, no, because then your camera is actually going to actually be on, or should be on, because you're presenting. But if you're sitting the whole time, and you don't get up and You don't know you're going to be sitting this whole time. That's true. I mean, I've got an idea. Trust me, I've, I've done this a while. I would know. I end up needing to get up quite more often than I expect to. Uh, I don't know. So... No, I can tell you from experience. From <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. That it's it's definitely. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you're going to be presenting data, and and I don't just mean like asking a question or anything like that. You don't need camera for that. But if you're presenting data or anything like that, wear pants or skirt, dress, whatever. Just you know get what? dressed. Now, can, or now, don't because this, this is America. Can a guy can a guy wear a dress or, or a skirt? I dresses and skirts that probably to largely depends on on. The company policy you know, towards that. Ugh. What reason, okay. Jathan? You know what? I don't like the way that you're imposing upon these people that they have to wear pants. So I was just saying, if you don't want to wear pants, then you don't have to wear pants. I support uh, the American it's dream. It's their funeral, but I'm telling you from experience, as someone who has worked remotely for nine years, seven years, something like that. Nine whole years. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for a, a long time now, and I'm going to say, if you need to present information. Not always for a meeting, but if you know you're going to be presenting information, you're going to want your camera on, and you're right. going to want right, to right, wear right. pants for that. Right, right, right. Hmm. Well, because you don't I want use, to be caught literally with your pants yeah, down. I use Hangouts for my D and D group that meets on Sundays, mm-hmm. and I usually 
set my screen to show like a dice board or a map or whatever, and then that yeah. way I don't have to wear pants. Yeah, I mean, if the information you're presenting is more geared towards that, my one caution would be if you're using it, an app that supports both screen sharing and a camera, and you don't have a oh, yeah. a fixed camera for the thing, yeah. wear pants. <laughs> wear pants. I would suggest a Basically, because you Because it speaking, just takes one little misclick to switch to camera instead of screen share. And let me just let me just say this. Let me just say this. I don't care what shirt you wear up top. Put some fucking sweats below. Mm -hmm. You're good to go. Yeah, as as long as you're not prancing around, you know, in 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 your undies or or nothing. Prancing around your undies. Prancing around. Calm down. That's my point, though. It's it's like, yeah, you may think, oh, this is great. I don't need to, you know, I could just do this naked in my underwear or whatever. Like, no, put pants on and a shirt on. You know, like, just it's a simple thing. And there's other etiquette, but I feel like all of that could be solved with proper knowledge of the software. Kids, ideally, I know mm-hmm. it's hard, parents, but kids ideally should be out of the room if your mic is on. Yeah, and then you should uh, definitely yeah. have pants on if your kids are home. Well, <laughs> right, I would think. And pets, too. Pets are pets can be a distraction. I know the pirate thing is, oh, show your puppy. I, I love puppy. Like, no, like... You're missing the point. Like the whole point is they're a distraction. You're paying now paying more attention to that pet than you are the speaker and you're right, phasing right, them out. Right. Right. So keep your pets out of the room. I know it's gonna make people mad, but like deal with it, you know? You should you should be happy that you actually get to spend time with your pets while barking. Like is is that not enough? So just some just basic etiquette stuff. I mean it, there's I would say one of the big issues is people talking over others, but that's entirely solvable with a technology stack. So Yeah, I mean the auto mute, etc. should you know mm. Yeah in my opinion. You should definitely be taking advantage of mute by default and then mm-hmm. granting temporary microphone privileges. So that sure. will avoid like ninety percent of the etiquette issues, I think. Do you guys have anything else to add? I mean we covered the etiquette, we covered wearing pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not sure what else we can cover necessarily. Jathan, what are you pounding away at? Yeah, dude. It, it's going to be okay. Just keep doing your thing. Well, we need we need your input. Do you have anything else to add for this? For no. teleconferencing? No. I personally haven't run any teleconferencing software of my mm-hmm. own because I am comfortable more or less using the options that are already available to us. Mm-hmm. Not I, Zoom, I hope. Well... CU has a contract with them, and we have Zoom Pro, so that's what we use. You're fucked. I'm fucked. That's it. I'm probably going to die now. It's Zoom. (laughs) Got to worry about that zero day now. Yeah. So in any case, though, yeah, I mean, I I would love the opportunity to run something like Big Blue Button in particular has always been kind of intriguing to me. Mm -hmm. I think you were the one that suggested I I go to a look into, but it it wasn't ready when I looked at it, but I think it might be ready now for another evaluation. So Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm very confident I could use any of these things if I had to. I just, I've never had a need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jathan, if you have a meeting and there's 30 people in the meeting and half of them are trying to all talk at once, how many people have their mics, <laughs> how many people should have their mic muted? Nine. Why nine? I don't know. That sounds right. <laughs> well, no, because... <laughs> Because then you're still going to have six people who are who are talking over each other. Oh, nine plus six. Nine plus six. Mm-hmm. Hold on. It's 12. I believe in you. You can oh. use uh, you oh, can it's nine it. times 12. tables that you can use your fingers for, isn't it? 
Mm, you know about that? Maybe. Nine times yeah, six. Yeah, there's a trick, but I always forget it because I just is fucking. I just multiply by ten and then subtract one of the fifty-three, numbers. fifty. That doesn't make any sense. That, I, six, but you're going about this the entirely 70, wrong way. Seventy ten. Nine times six. Seventy ten. Like is no, no, not times. Not I figured times. it out with my hands, guys. Not multi- eighty-two. It's fifteen. Thank you. Wow. Jathan. Although technically, I guess that's wrong too, because one of them should be should be the the main speaker. So I guess it's fourteen. Well, you're probably I, discounting I them because one. they're not wearing pants, and that's against your doctrine. Yeah, because you're yeah. a communist. You sound so salty about that. I am. I think it's ludicrous. I don't want to see coworkers without pants. You don't have do the right you? coworkers. Do you want to? I mean... Do you want to see Matt with no pants? <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, you, well, that's my point. Want to see? Do you want to see Katie with no pants? That's she's different. Not my coworker. He's not, she's not his coworker. <laughs> my gosh. Okay, Jathan, give us your fifteen clips. Okay. <laughs> I actually bring a bit of a philosophical debate for my 15 clams. Okay. It's one that Brent and I have already talked about a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm curious. You know, we're going to do something interesting here. I am going to ask Peyton a question. Mm. Okay. She is going to answer it before you or I engage in a conversation about it, Brent. Sounds like a good idea. Okay. So, Peyton, I know you saw that I published a blog post about Mm -hmm. vault stuff. Mm. Yes. So... Yes. I have now stood up a personal instance of Vault, and I wrote a blog okay. post about how I did some additional layering of security since I'm running yes. it on a you know a Linode randomly somewhere mm-hmm. in Newark, New Jersey. And one of the things, though, I don't know if you've used Vault at this point. I'm not. But one of the things about Vault is when you restart the service, or you know after catastrophic changes are made—not catastrophic, but big, wide-sweeping changes. You have to go through this process to unseal the vault. And so until the vault is actually unsealed, users mm-hmm. who have legitimate logging credentials or whatever still can't actually access anything. I've got to and, jump in real okay. quick, not to argue my point, but I will explain a little bit more in detail what unsealing is. So the secrets that vault keeps are, are encrypted? encrypted with a key, but that, uh-huh. that key uh-huh. in its entirety is nowhere to be found. Right. It's not stored. Right. What happens when you initialize Vault is you create a certain threshold and a certain number of shards, key shards. And the threshold determines how many of those shards are needed to assemble, reassemble the master key in memory. Right. Right. Okay. So, does, that, does that make sense, Peyton? So, yeah. yeah okay. So, for example, at work we use Vault. We have five people who have keys and our threshold is two. So... If the vault goes down in the middle of the night, I have to at least find or one other. Or restarted or whatever. Yes. And so there's a lot of benefits to this. For one thing, mm-hmm. if one person leaves and they have an unseal key, they can't unlock the vault by their, themselves. So until you had a chance to, it's called re-sharding, make new keys. Yes. Yeah. You know, that one person, you could seal the vault by restarting the service and that person would have no access. Granted, there hopefully would be other means for you to revoke their access, but extreme example. So in any case, you digress. Right. Yes, go ahead. So what my challenge became at the end of this process was I was setting up Vault after I had Nginx and all my VPN shit configured. And I didn't know how I should shard, meaning how many keys I should have and what my threshold should be for a single mm-hmm. user or at least a personal Vault deployment. So I'm curious, Peyton, what your approach to that situation would be. How would you, what would you personally do? And this isn't like a right or wrong question because they're... I mean, I think Brent and I already disagree about it, 
Mm. But I think both of our rationales are I reasonable. I would grant that both of us have our valid reasonings. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So your question is, how many vault key items you should make? And how many should you require to unlock? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, okay. completely, you can't say none, so you can't just make it so it doesn't. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. So this is a twofold question. How many should you make and how many should you require to unlock, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. The first part is actually... Well, okay, just go ahead. Yeah, the first part kind of leads into the second yeah, part it does. a little bit. it does. I mean, honestly, I would say... Well, I think you should have at least two to unlock. Okay. That's my opinion. At least two to unlock. And so mm-hmm. where would you... Potentially. Yeah, so let's say you had two and you needed both to unlock. Okay. How would you store them? Where would you keep them? How would you make sure that when you needed to unlock it, you had access to two? Because if you just, you know, have them sitting next to each other, it's no better than having one, right? Right. Right, 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 right. A bit more of a pain in the ass, but... I feel like, I mean, realistically, hmm, that's a really... That's a difficult question. I want to say that you should be able to... I mean, you can obviously set it up so you can access this access key remotely. Yes or no? No, you don't need to. You can get a remotely unseal it, rather. Right, I mean, what I'm saying is... Go ahead. You're saying the unlock key itself, can you set it up to be accessed remotely? Yes. Yeah, sure. You could could put it in a text file on your Linode or something like that. So what I would say is have a local... like one person has a local key or like everyone has a local key. And then there's a secondary remote key. They have to reach out to get and then bring in. Hmm. Yeah. So then I would say one for every one key for everyone. And then a second key that is a remote key. They have to go get to be able to unlock the system. Yeah. In my opinion. See, I, you know, that's interesting because, you know, you kind of split the difference between Brent and I, because Brent, yeah, I think he also has a personal vault. I don't know if his is set up this way or it's how he will set it up or would set it up. But mm-hmm. I think he would advocate for just having a single unlock key shard. Mm-hmm. Whereas for me, I made three and I have one on my laptop, one on my phone, and one on a piece of paper that I intend to put in a fucking bank vault. So uh, like a safety deposit box. Because mm-hmm. to me, that I, way, if somebody yeah. wanted to compromise my entire password manager, they would need to compromise first my laptop and my phone. They would need to unlock both of them mm-hmm. or have access to my safety deposit box plus one of those other devices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. so here's the thing. I, For what it's worth, like I, this is one of the things that I disagree with Jathan about, but not very mm-hmm. strongly. I, like, I can definitely see the merits in this. And he's sure you've got a good approach, I think splitting the key i don't think there's anything wrong with that because it does add a sort of multi-factor aspect to it but i think the way you store the different keys might be you know i'm not sure relying on those different devices uptimes is going to be an ideal thing why is that i mean my phone is my phone Mm -hmm. and it's not like it's just stored in a note of my phone it's still i mean is it How's it, like, number one, is your phone full volume encrypted? Yes. Okay, you don't good. even have an option anymore with Samsung's new phones. Well, I, I, I don't use Samsung's firmware. I use Lineage, so. Yeah. It is, know. and it's also got, I don't use, like, a pattern or, like, a, a pin. I have, like, a full-blown password. Right, yeah. No, that's unlock. what you should do. I have a different boot password and unlock password. I can't do that, but I always you wish can't, that I you could. You probably can. If it's rooted, you can. 
It's not. So you're, so you're better. Uh, than, you're automatically better than Taters, who had no uh, new, well, new blue password. <laughs> it's right. not hard to be better than Taters. Well, Speaking yeah, yeah, of, where the nice. fuck is he? He's, he's around once in a while. Also, shout out to A Mayor, number one fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I see the value in splitting it and keeping them in different physical locations, but the splitting them across different like types of devices, I have an issue with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plus, it doesn't let you remotely... You would need access to your computer for that secondary shard, or you would need to go to the bank for that secondary shard if you needed to unlock from your phone. Or yeah, unseal so, from your phone, I should so, say. But I think what he's trying to do, and you mentioned this about the YubiKey as well, too. You got two YubiKeys, and one was going to be on your laptop all the time, and then one was going to be in a bank vault somewhere. Like I, I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to be secure, but... I mean, like Brent's saying, if you're putting it in a safe deposit box, yeah. you're literally, I mean, time sensitive. Well, it's what not time sensitive. You... Unless well, you, that's the thing is like, reshard, but... yeah, the passwords I... themselves that I am storing in vault, what are the mm-hmm. chances that, you know, let's say the worst case scenario I've been able to think of with this is like, I book a two week vacation mm-hmm. and in the middle of my vacation, there's some kind of emergency maintenance and my Linode reboots. So my vault is sealed. And all of a sudden, I didn't bring my laptop. I only have my phone. And I obviously don't have access to my safety deposit box. I can't unlock my vault. I can't get my passwords while I'm traveling in Europe or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. What's really going to happen, though? Worst case scenario, for any given account, I could most likely reset the password and then rectify that when I get home. Sure. Sure. So, like, what is the worst case scenario by breaking it up this way? Well, I guess it's it's a matter of how much hassle do you want to go through for this? Well, sure. There's always... what is the value to hassle payoff here? Yeah, I agree with that. But if I weren't interested in having any hassle, I also probably would just use some fucking commercial cloud password manager, right? Well, like, I, I think the risk factor for that would be too high. You know, they've all had some, some serious issues. Yeah, because I mean, there are some interesting things about running a personal vault like this that are really interesting points of exposure I hadn't thought about before. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for example, I'm going to switch my OpenVPN to use the like vault backed PKI. But mm-hmm. if somebody compromised my vault, that means they could add themselves to my VPN as a client. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, there are probably not really any big, this is a thing I'm going to tell everybody. If you're running a VPN and you enable client to client, or even if you don't enable the client to client, you should still mm-hmm. run a fucking firewall on your VPN interface on like your laptop and shit that you use to sure. connect. So even if somebody were on my VPN who weren't me, I wouldn't really be worried about it because it doesn't give them access to a whole lot. It gives them access to my blog admin pages, but they right. still need to but log they still in. Need the credentials. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like the layered approach here, I think, makes it a pretty safe bet. Mm-hmm. I guess by that logic, having a single unseal key also would be pretty reasonable then. Yeah, because I keep the unseal key P- uh, GPG encrypted. Yeah. Yep. So it all depends on what your layer strategy is. Like, what do you prefer? Do you prefer needing to pick up an extra device, or do, would you rather just pick up one device and? Yeah, locally decrypting it. If you choose to encrypt that unseal key. Yeah, right. And even then, having the unseal key, it doesn't give you access to all the passwords inherently. Right. I mean, what there, it does give you access to. Well, there's a you can regen root tokens with the unseal key, but only if but you have shell. It's a pain in, it's a pain in the butt, and you need shell. Exactly. So you can't do it from the web interface, which would be the most yep. accessible. Or the API, thing. I think. I don't think so either. I think you literally have have to to do it. So yeah, don't hold me to that, but I'm pretty sure it has to be done through the 
the local interface. It's yeah. also kind of a process. It's not like you just type one command and enter oh, yeah. every seal key. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would it would probably be faster to reshard if that was compromised if your token was compromised. Whatever. I'm saying it's it's yeah. It would be a timely process. But. Yeah. Well, anyway, I I just really wanted to bring that up as a discussion point because I think it's a really interesting thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole reason I'm doing this is. Well, I'm doing it because I've been using Pass, as we all have, I think, or at least Brent and I have for yeah, a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, yeah, I, I use Pass, absolutely. But, you know, Pass is just not accessible. Like, I want something that I can use on my phone. My phone is a VPN client, so mm-hmm. my vault is locked down to, to the VPN. There have been instances where I've been bitten by not being able to grab a password from Pass from my phone. Same. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is a good compromise for me. It's still self-hosted. There are obviously some drawbacks. There are some headaches that will come with it that Pass didn't have, but there's also some benefits that I think outweigh them. That That's actually said, what I was, what I, by the way, what I was thinking of with one conceal key. Because like the, you mentioned just now, you know, being bitten in the ass because you can't access Pass from your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If your vault was sealed, and keep in mind, this is, you know, it, it's, it's something you rarely need to do. You only need to do it if vault is restarted. Yeah, right. Or obviously, if the computer it's on is restarted or whatever. So it's something you don't need to do every time you need to access these secrets. But it's still something to think about. You would still be in the same situation if you had if you had a threshold of two tokens and uh, two unsealed keys and they were on different devices. Because like if you're out and about trying to access something on your phone, chances are you don't have your laptop with you. Right. No, that's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. I guess so what that comes down to for me is that. like, is it going to be an emergency to need a fucking right. password? Right. Or can I wait till I get home and actually have the means to unseal it? Right. Yeah. Right. So that is a key part. But yeah, no, it, pass is, it's good. You know, I mean, it, it's not bad, but it does have limitations. Absolutely. Yeah. Now would be a good time to say that I'm, I'm currently for Jathan because he owes me so many beers and he's going to owe me so many beers after <laughs> this. I'm writing a pass compatibility layer for vault so you can it, it'll be a drop in replacement for the most part it will require a config file because that's just how vault is it's you know it's a little bit more complex and it, it you know it's server based so obviously it needs to know where that server is but it, it is going to require a config file but other than that it should be command for command sub command for sub command compatible with pass so if you're used to using pass you should be able to use this no problem yeah yeah I think I have most of the hard parts figured out. Right now I'm writing some testing stuff for it so I can build up and tear down a test instance for Vault because it's getting really tired doing that by hand. But So yeah. I took today to do that, part of today. But once that's done, I'll get back to work on the actual core part of the thing and take yeah. it from there. So Yeah, I'm going to be doing a, a couple more blog posts. Uh, not really a series, but I'm going to be doing a mm-hmm. couple more blog posts about like layered security and things that I've been doing to step up my own security game you know obviously i talk about it a lot here on the show and i do a lot at work for those types of things but you know i sometimes back burner it for personal reasons personal projects and such you know personal infra so Mm -hmm. now that i've got some time on my hands being as we're all fucking stuck inside (laughs) not wearing any (laughs) pants i've been working on those types of things so hey i'm wearing fucking pants i'm I'm wearing sweatpants but i'm still wearing pants i'm not wearing i've got pants. pants on pants pants but I spent most of the day, the last two or three days, I've been in sweats the whole time. Good for you, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Feels good. Feels good, man. Feels good. So keep an eye out for Jathan's blog post. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye out for when I release Vault Pass. I'll probably update the show notes if I remember to, but it'll be mm-hmm. on my public git, so git.squareroot.net. It, it actually is now. It's just not done yet. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you know what? If you uh, if you have any questions about running a personal vault, if you've tried pass per our recommendation or you were using pass already and you've had some of the same pain points, mm-hmm. I personally I still think key pass is an okay solution, but it's still not quite as I have my centralized as vault. Yeah. I have, so, I, have my yeah, about it. I think we all have issues. With yeah, so if you have any questions about running a personal or an enterprise vault, let us know. Yeah, not me so much, because I haven't touched their enterprise very Well, I haven't all. used the enterprise edition, but I mean, like, not Deploying for in use, a corporate but... environment. Kind yes, of right. Yeah, no, I've done that, yeah. Yeah, so I, I can I can answer questions. Jathan should be on. You, you're using the vault at work now, right? Yeah, we use it a fuck ton, man. There you go. Yeah, so Jathan or I could probably answer some questions you have about that as well, if you're interested. Yeah. Cool. I don't. Uh, I don't have any other things to talk about. You guys, anything else you need to add? Nope. Anything you want to add? Nope. Wash your fucking hands. Yeah, what? And patch your <laughs> shit. Wash hands, patch use signal. Shit. Use Tor. Use signal. You can't get a virus Tor. if you're using Tor. <laughs> That's not true. Make sure. You please don't get our listeners PPE, bad advice. Including an N95 mask every time you go out. I'm a doctor. What? No, you're not a doctor. You are absolutely not a doctor. All right. Well, you're the worst doctor I've ever had. That's for damn sure. Okay, this has been Since I'm in Disturbia. Okay. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. I'm Pete. See you later. Post the war is done, post the war is done.